We're at Perk Hay, Mishnah Bez. Yesterday we started Perk Bamir Bahima, which talks about the different things that an animal is allowed to go out wearing. Anything that is for the sake of watching the animal is mutter. Anything that the animal is just carrying or is unnecessary is usr. A takshit, somebody yesterday raised the issue of, let's say you have one of those little poodle sweaters. So is it mutter for... Uh, the animal to wear that on Shabbos. So that's actually Machlekes Rashi Taisvis. Rashi says that a tachshit of an animal is all right, but it has to be darko bekach. So I don't know if you, know, if you live in one of those trendy neighborhoods where uh, everyone likes to dress up their poodle, so it's okay. Taisvis says that uh, dressing up your animal is an overkill. Animals are not meant to be dressed up, and therefore he considers that to be carrying. All right, well, we go into some other issues over here as to what's shmira and not shmira. Everybody will agree that some kind of a cloth or some kind of protection uh, clothing to protect the, the wool of a sheep is all right. Uh, that's, that's fine. Then you get, the, then you get into, other, uh, you get into other, <clears throat> other types of things that you put on your animals that some say are okay and some say are not. The psak and all these is that they're okay. First of all, uh, let's say you have a blanket to keep the animal warm. So if it's a blanket, so Tanakama holds, this is the way that we pass it, and Tanakama holds it, if you have a blanket that's always tied on to the animal because you're afraid that it's going to catch cold, that's enough of a reason to call it shmira and that you'd be, uh, what's it called, that, that's a right on Shabbos. Also, they have different types of mechanisms, either either to hold the animal's tail down or to hold the animal's tail up. Or if you're dealing with male animals, so you would have a certain type of uh, certain type of instrument to stop it from mating. All of these things are also considered to be a type of shmira. Again, these are there are cholkim on this, but uh, but the psak seems to be that that's mutter on Shabbos. Also, let's say that you have an animal which gives milk. So oftentimes they would tie up the udders of the animal so that it would dry up, so that it wouldn't give milk anymore. Or another type is that they would have, uh, they would tie the udders, but with some kind of a bag to collect the milk, which would fall down. So all of these are uh, are mutter, right? Again, debatable, but mutter. But the but but the shita of Yehuda, which you also don't pass and like, but Yehuda says that. The sack, which is meant to collect the milk, if you tie it on, that's a problem because we're afraid that it's going to fall off. And if, you're going to, if it's going to fall off, we're afraid that you're going to come to carry it in Rosh Hashanah. So let's see all of this in Mishnah Beis. Chamor Yetzei B'mardas. Your chamor is able to go out with its blanket, Bismanshi Kishura Lo, in a situation where you tie it on. That means it's really, you really need it. You don't want it to catch cold. So that's Shmira. Zecharim yetsim levuvim, so your uh, male animals can go with their uh, what's it called their breeding organs tied up so that they're not going to they're not going to they're not going to breed. Rechelais yetsim shchuzais and kvulais or kvulais and lambs right the females are able to go out even with their tails tied down or tied up however you want them. Ukevunais also with some kind of a mechanism that will keep their their fleece clean. Izim yaitzis and the goats which give milk they can go out with their udders tied. 
Rabbi Yaisi, Aser B'Kulan. Rabbi Yaisi says all of this is Aser, Chutz, Minarachelim, Hagvunais, except for the sheep that go with their uh, fleece covered up so that it doesn't get ruined. Uh, we pass in like the Tanakama that all of this is Mutter. Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer Rabbi Yehuda says, Izum Yaitzis Trus Liyavish. It depends how you tie up the udders of the goat. If it's just to dry them up so they won't give milk anymore, that's fine. But if you tie it up in a way that the extra milk is going to drip, drip into some kind of a sack, that's a problem, Rabbi Huda says, because we're afraid that it's going to fall and you're going to come to be maverit in the Rishos Arabim. But in all these cases, we say that it's just mutter across the board, like Tanakama, not like Rabbi Yesi, and not like Rabbi Huda. Okay. Um, Mishnah Gimel goes on to the things not which are mutter, but which are usr. The Hainu, things that are tied on, and you can't say that they're for Shmira, or even some of them will be for Shmira, but they're going to be usr because of Xera. So basically there are three. Number one, let's say that you tie up, uh, you, you tie a ribbon on an animal's tail to just make a simon. You want to keep an eye on that one. So that is not considered to be Shmira. That's, uh, I mean, you may be doing it for Shmira, but the tying up the tail is not for Shmira per se, is not a Shmira per se, and therefore that's Usr. Number two, um, let's say that you tie an animal's feet together in a way that it can't run fast, so you're always going to be able to catch up with it. Or if you tie up one leg, it's got four legs, so you tie up one leg that won't be able to move that leg, um, so now it's just going on three legs, also won't be able to move very fast. So over there, you might tell you that it's al-shmira, but, and therefore it will be mutter, but we're afraid that the chain is going to fall off, and then vaiter, you're going to come to move it, so then that's aser. Um, a third aser is, let's say that I have a whole herd of animals, herd of gemalim, and uh, if you ever watch them uh, move a herd of animals, what they'll do is they'll chain one to the next, and I just go with a leash, I and I move the first one, and the rest of them um, come along for the ride. So that would otherwise be fine, right? Because it's all for Shmira. But over here we answer it because it looks like you're taking them to the Shuk. That's the way that people bring their animals to the market. So what do you do instead? What you do instead is, is you have like 17 leashes in your hand, right? All different lengths. And you can carry them all along with a bunch of leashes in your hand. No one takes them to the Shuk that way. However, the Mishnah points out you got to make sure that the leashes are not a mixture, one leash being wool, the other, the other leash being pishtan, because then you have a problem of kilayim if they're all together. So, let's see, Dalid, uh, let's see, Gimel inside, I'm sorry. How can't the animal go out? What's, what's, uh, what are problematic cases? So, a camel cannot go out with this ribbon tied into its tail. Loi akud v'loi ragul. And it cannot go out. Akud means that you have the front leg tied with the back leg. Not that it's really tied together, it can't move at all, but it's tight enough that it can't run, it can't move too fast. Ragul means you take one of its legs and you tie it up, right? Let's say you bend it at the knee, it's tied up, so now it's on three legs. Not just gemalim, but any other type of animal too. You can't tie one camel to the next, a whole chain of camels, and pull the front one, um, because it looks like you're going to the shuk. What you can do is you can have a whole series of ropes 
put them all in your hand, and take all the ropes at one time. But do not twine them together, don't twist them together, because then you're afraid that there's going to be a problem of shotness, some of them being wool, and some of them being linen. Have a good night.